Think of the fund as we are all collectively pushing the far edges of this field further, further than any of us can do individually. This can only be done as a group, as a society and as a field. Welcome back to the SimGeeks podcast. We are your hosts, William Belk and David Shablock. We are joined here today by Jenny Calzada, chair of the SSH Fund, as well as a member of the board of directors for the Society of Simulation and Healthcare. Uh, Jenny, why don't you give us your background, tell us who you are and what it is you came to talk to us about today. Sure. Um, so like you said, I'm on the board of directors and launching this fund, but the people who actually pay me are Tulane School of Medicine in New Orleans, where I'm the director of simulation. and have been pretty much since the Sim Center was built in 2008. Well, Jenny, tell us about this new fund. I know it's brand new this year. It just got its start. As of yesterday, it was sitting around $37,000. So tell us, what's that money for? How do we how do we get involved in that? Just give us the rundown. Sure. So the rundown is, uh, honestly, this has been three and a half years in the making. Oh, wow. I'm sure we can all imagine why there was a big pause in the yeah. middle of that. So I was actually asked to chair this effort by KT Waxman when she was president in 2019. Uh, we did a lot of work. We did a lot of focus groups, interviews, and things at IMSH 2020, the last time we were in San Diego. Put together an entire plan with the um, fundraising consultant that we have working with us and presented it to the board in March of 2020. And then the world turned upside down on its head. Uh, so obviously the only decision at the time was let's just put this on the shelf for a minute. Uh, and this summer, um, actually Haru said, I think it's time that we dust it off the shelf. So we kind of looked at that plan, tweaked what we needed to tweak, and we've been in a hundred yard dash ever since then. So like we said, launched at the society level uh, just really yesterday morning, I guess in the opening plenary. The board has obviously known about this for a while. Uh, Haru did ask all the board, you know, I'm obviously supporting it. I, I hope all of you will. We had 100% participation from the board immediately. That was part of the announcement that the total from the board alone was almost 25,000. So that's, that was really before IMSH even opened. Um, obviously everyone heard this morning from Lou Obendorf that we'd also been talking to him for a couple months. So he has committed 50000 over the next uh, four years. That's fantastic. So, yeah. So, yeah, that'll be great. So we, you know, we were kind of 37000 before the doors even opened here. Uh, we, yeah. And that's, you know, showing the, the board members 100% participation, yeah. participation is showing how much they believe in it and shows everybody how important it is. Correct. Yes. So, you know, everyone asks, like, what, what's this for? So obviously it is, you know, it, it is separate from like operations money. This is not anything, the board doesn't have control over it. If you donate, it stays in this fund and it will only be used for the programs that we're raising for. For this year, in 2023, these funds will be distributed in 2024. And we're looking at four different areas right now. So research is a big one because um, that takes big dollars. Yep. The society has always given early career research awards, but they're they're only for early career people. Um, they're limited to ten thousand dollars. Our hope is to add to that uh, research awards for all researchers, so experienced, multi-institutional, and we're hoping to have an award as high as fifty thousand dollars next year. So that's a big game changer for research at the society level. Uh, the second one is the Simventors Innovation Award. That is brand new. 
I'm going to say exactly what that is, is a little TBD. So we've been talking to the technology committee about the idea. It, you know, it's really up to them as to how they want to work this out. But the initial thoughts are, first of all, just having a monetary award connected mm-hmm. to the Simventor Showcase will hopefully really invigorate a lot of people out there in the operations community who may have said, well, I don't know if I want to go through all the work of you know, making a product to bring there, but if now there's monetary money attached to that, that, that might actually be better. Uh, and it also can work almost like a little venture capital for those products that really almost could go to market. This might be a little seed money to make that transition. That's great. So the SimVenture Showcase is something that is very much a passion of ours. And, and unfortunately, we're not able to do what we want to this year. We've been wanting to record it. We've been wanting to do stuff. We're going to try to get over there, but we're booked at the same time. So we're going to see what we can do about in the future of trying to be an active participant and, and in that. So the fact that the fund is also doing that is just amazing and outstanding. Right. So there will be money going to that in 2024. And it really, it depends on a lot of this year is going to be kind of feeling the field out of what exactly are people really interested in? You know, where do their, what are their priorities? So that'll kind of guide some things in the future. You know, what we award may slightly change each year because mm-hmm. it, it's really... We need to award what the society and what the field wants. What do members think they really need? Um, but the two other areas for this year, mm-hmm. so the Beverly Anderson Scholarship, which is needs-based. It's been around for a very long time. It gives you free registration. Uh, there's an application process. And then $1,000 travel stipend. Now, I think we all can say $1,000 for travel is not does not cover the full amount, not even for all of us domestically. And Mm -hmm. yet we are an international society. Mm -hmm. Our international membership is growing. If you remember in Julie Maxworthy's presidency, she came out with the new policy of both registration and membership is tiered now, Mm -hmm. depending on if you are a low resource or medium resource country. That was done intentionally to really help some of those areas that have some simulation, want to learn more, want to know more, but they, they just don't have the money that you know we made our institutions in the United States do. So we really want this scholarship to also help those people more. It's, it's a half step to get them members of the society, give them access to all the content, but they still can't come participate here in I mean we all know if you're here in person it is a very different experience. It, it is. And yeah. It's it cannot that cannot be understated. Yeah, it, that it is, can't be. Yeah. And and even if it's the networking ability alone, that that is absolutely worth its weight in gold. So for those members in countries where that's not an option, mm-hmm. um, our goal is to get enough money in that fund that we can give at least a three thousand dollar travel stipend for international people. Um, again, with that number, we somewhat a little guessed because it's. You know, depending on what country it is, it's going to be different. But we're basically just hoping that we can meet the need. That if you make an offer to someone from India and say, yes, we will give you free registration, that we can cover their travel. Because if we can't, if we can only cover half, they may have to say, no, I still can't come because I I just can't 
because even that half can be a lot. Yeah, the travel. I mean, the travel's the largest expense in coming to events like this, right? Like we just talked about networking is fantastic. There's all these vendors here. We see all these great talks, but it still takes a significant outlay of cash just to be just to get here and then to stay in some of these resort cities, right, where we hold these conferences. I yeah, I think having sponsorships for that or scholarships is is going to significantly improve the chances of people being able to come out. So, and that that's a big help for some of our international members. So, and then the last area is the Chatups uh, fund. It continues his legacy. It helps fund the opening plenary. So the speakers on Sunday uh, are his endowed fund, and you know we'll help add to that. All right. Well, uh, you know that's that's a lot. There's a lot going on. I mean, it sounds like we've we've got great plans for what's going on here. I. Uh, how is it that people can get involved? So if we have folks that want to donate or maybe they want to donate in other ways in time or help out, how is that and who do they contact? So uh, they can, if they want to donate, they can go to sshfund.org. That will, at the moment, it is a page on the Society's website. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to be upfront that it's a little bare bones at the moment because, like I said, this has been a sprint to get to this part. They're, we're going to build out a lot more, sort of have almost a whole microsite in the next coming months. So that is going to rapidly evolve. Uh, there will be a lot more content up there. We're actually filming some testimonials while we're here with both past scholarship and award recipients, with some of the board and other leadership just about why they're supporting the fund. That content will start going up there. So we'll have a lot more info. So I definitely would say check that out and, you know, keep checking in a couple months. There'll be more. And we'll make sure that we have links um, in this podcast so that people can donate because it's important. And there, there's really two ways. I mean, there, because, you know, we realize we're early in the year. People may not fully know their, like, financial plans for the year. You can just donate and give money right now. That is great. We love you if you do that. You can also make a, what's called a pledge. It's very common in the fundraising world. So you're pledging that by December 31st, 2023, I will donate $1,000. You don't. You could pay it at December 31st at 11 o'clock at night if you want to do it. Mm -hmm. um, it's just this is what you're going to do during the year. We are working with the Society's Bank to set up uh, monthly payments where mm -hmm. someone could say, I want to do you know $50 a month. The Society doesn't have the ability to do that because we don't want to hold your credit card number. We, <laughs> we don't want to get in that game. Yeah. Uh, but the banks obviously do that all the time. So that once that is set up, we'll communicate that out. And then someone could say, well, I want to pledge like 500, but I want you to do like equal amounts every month. And sometimes that's a little easier on people's finances to do it that way. And, and I think it's fair to say also that you said it doesn't have to be a big no. number. It could be it's, a dollar. It could be, yeah. And that was that was what you said earlier mm -hmm. to me is yeah. it, it doesn't have to be an institution with a fifty thousand. Right. It doesn't have to be a person that can give a thousand. Right. But it's it's an important cause to yep. be part of. It's a cause. Right. It really is. And even if it's a dollar, you are part of the fund. Yes. And it's yep. goes yep. a long and, way. And we know that people's you know, financial circumstances change. Maybe this year they can only give a dollar mm -hmm. and then maybe next year they can give 25 and then maybe their circumstances change and in five years they can give 500 and that's great. We, we love that. And, and I love that you're going to spend a lot of time showing where that investment goes and, and yep. showing how it is bettering our entire industry right. um, at, at all of the different cores. So that's important. Those testimonials are important because it really shows the impact of 
your dollar or your $500 or whatever it was. It, it shows that this is someone who can say, personally, this is how you impacted me. This is how this impacted my career. And that's powerful information for people. So I know the goal yesterday uh, was to raise a, a t at least $45,000 by the end of IMSH, right? Uh, and then we just found out that we have record-breaking numbers here. Uh, that, so we're looking at, I mean, two bucks per person here would completely put us over that limit already. That would. If, if everyone at the door tomorrow morning wants to just start <laughs> handing us two bucks, that would be great. Yeah, that would. Well, that yeah. would. There, there will be more updates uh, tomorrow morning. We... We had a number of groups challenging each other last night and this morning, and it was so last minute. It was like, oh my God, this is great, but we can't like calculate all this this like in minutes before the plenary started. Um, so last night, the accreditation council, uh, Don Shocken, who is their board liaison, challenged them all and said, "I want 100% from this council." And on the spot at dinner, they all did it. So we're tabulating that um, this morning and the, I went and spoke to the fellows in their meeting and a challenge was made to all the fellows immediately. Um, we actually have pledge cards and I actually had to go back to where we have them and get two more stacks for them. So I'm hoping there's a lot from that. But So we'll have quite a few updates uh, in the morning on on and of course, you know, everyone heard Lou's challenge this morning when mm -hmm. he stepped up there saying I've you know, I've made a multi-year commitment, you know, challenging all of us to, to do the same. Leading by example. So yes. I'm not going to speak for Will, but I know I will be donating personally myself. Yep. And when you do, you will get your nice little SSH donor ribbon. Very nice. Now, these are, you know, we have donor ribbons this year because it was quick. It was last minute. Yep. Um, you know, in the future, we will. So starting in 2024, we will have enamel lapel pins that will say you're a donor from the 2023 campaign. That when everyone comes next year who was a donor, they'll get their lapel pin. Um, we plan to have a donor wall at, but really all society events. So IMSH and SIMOPS mm -hmm. starting in 2024. So it'll have the typical like here's the people that gave more than 100, and here's the people that gave more than 500, and here's. So we have established, we've established multiple levels, but the highest one is the President's Circle level, which is $1,000 or more in a year. Um, I can tell you more than half the board was at that level. It's getting um, to be a big circle very quickly. It, 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 that is a, I mean, that's a great problem to have. It is. And don't downplay the, the, the fund ribbons. They look great. They're rainbow colored. I really they like are. them, actually. They, they are. Uh, Andrew Spain asked me, he's like, well, what color do you want? And I said, well, what do the other ones look like? And he's like, well, you know, they're all like bright primary colors. I said, well, I want to stand out. He's like, well, we can do rainbow. I want rainbow. <laughs> We adore Andrew, so yeah. that was, I, I yeah. almost wish I got to see that conversation. That's great. He's like, rainbow it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. He would be yeah. all about that. Yeah. He's just lovely. All right. Well, Jenny, thank you so much for your time. And obviously, you guys are doing great work here. We're really glad to hear about it. Uh, and obviously, massive amounts of, of money rolling into this fund, considering it just opened a couple of days ago. So we're, we're glad to hear that as well. Uh, anything else you want to leave our listeners with about the fund, about IMSH, about the society? Anything that you want to say to the, the simulation community? Um, I mean, when you think about the fund, because I, I, I've gotten this question from people in the last 24 hours of, well, why doesn't the society just fund this stuff themselves? And there's two problems with that. I mean, first of all, we're talking about taking research awards from 10,000 to 50,000. That's a significant jump. Yeah. And if that happened, 
the society will probably have to raise member rates and registration, which no one listening to this is going to be happy about. And the, but the other, the bigger problem with raising that is that impacts everyone equally. Everyone pays, other than these low resource company, countries, but everyone pays the same registration and membership. And if you raise it for everyone, there are people perhaps at the bottom end who would get pushed out and would not be able to participate. Absolutely. But doing something this way, those people who have been in their careers for a long time or have you know, had a lot of success, are able to fund more than people, because it's obviously voluntary and you give based on what you can. And so it, it, it's a little more equitable that way. But also the things we're talking about are really, our goal is to really transform healthcare simulation and really push the boundaries. We wanna close up all those research gaps that are out there because that is what's going to get even more research money if you were at the research summit, you heard the NIH people talk about, we don't do a lot of R01s for simulation because we don't have money dedicated to it. But the only way to get money dedicated to it is you guys have to propose more things. And it's like, so you want us to propose for money that doesn't exist, but we're not sure if we're going to get it. And so we need to have that medium level of research that's going to get all that data that's going to help justify these things. And then the big NIH money can roll in, and that is what will push this field forward. So I, I just think of the fund as we are all collectively pushing the far edges of this field further, further than any of us can do individually. This can only be done as, as, a, as a group, as, yeah. a, as a society and as a field. And to borrow the same analogy everybody makes when they're doing stuff like this, I mean, if you, if you can forego that one cup of coffee to help somebody else attend something like this or be a member of the society or have access to online education, I mean, it doesn't have to be a significant amount of money. It's any, anything that you can contribute is helping someone else that can't otherwise attend or be part of this. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I'm really hoping that over the next couple of days we see we see us meet that goal, which it sounds like we already have, but also we see some big numbers come in, and we'll, of course, have to update our listeners in the future after this, because we just don't know yet. But. Yeah, so we'll start um, we'll start having, like, tracking update information on the website uh, when we get things overhauled, and so there'll probably be some nice fancy little tracker on there in the future. Perfect. But, so we, we'll, hope we, we hope that a lot of our listeners will do the same thing that we've done, and we're going to donate. Great. We right. appreciate it. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate your time, and I'm sure we'll see you around here over the next couple of days. Okay. Thanks. Thank you for joining us in Orlando, Florida for IMSH 2023. We're live on the show floor with Jenny Caldaza. Thank right. you so much. Thanks.